The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back again to Isaiah 61. It's always an exciting day, exciting times to be here in the land of the living and also to come to you uh, wherever you are. We thank you for your continued support, partnership, and um, actually also yielding yourselves to what God is doing and how God speaks to us through this show. Isaiah 61 is certainly uh, blessing a lot of people and I'm just excited as um, I should be that I have in the studio with me a, a special guest, Scott Black. Scott Black is all the way from Texas, and he does ministry across um, the country, and he is here uh, for some time, and we are glad that you are able to spend some time with us. Welcome, Scott Black. Thank you. Glad to be here, Pastor. All right. Awesome. So Scott is um, certainly probably no stranger to you if you've been uh, if you've been listening to AM980 mission and its affiliate stations um he has a show and um i'm 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 just excited that you're here so scott tell us a lot a a little bit about yourself well uh first and foremost the most important thing pastor is i am a man of god so uh everything else is everything else Uh, first and foremost i love the lord amen Uh, i love the lord Uh, i'm a warrior for god uh i'm not wrapped up in this world uh, be honest with you, Solomon. Don't take this personal, but every day I wake up, it's a little disappointing. <laughs> but, you know, I say every morning, Solomon, truly, uh, General Jesus, Private Black reporting for duty, sir. Use me. Use me, Harry. I'm I'm Use me. That's I'm what I do. So, yeah, I do. I have a very unique uh, situation. God, you know, God gives us all different light. And God says to he who much is given, much more is required. Exactly. Uh, and so my light's different. You know, I have I have some traditional knowledge and things that most uh, people of God aren't involved in. Like my background is uh, I'm a master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, uh, Tony Robbins, all that. So to me, it's God's instruction manual. It's like if you were to go out to your car, Solomon, and you open your glove compartment, there's an owner's manual. In there. Yeah. And you open it up, it tells you about all the gadgets, what this light means. To me, that's what neuro-linguistic programming is. It's how God put together this, this creature. Uh, and so I tie in the psychological, the biological, the physiological. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I believe in science because it's God's. God created science. Right. Uh, and for, for people that think that science and faith are against each other, they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, I've never seen science not support what the Bible says. I've never seen archaeology not support what the Bible says. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah. people miss it. No, no, I have a. I do not have a blind faith. Uh, I uh, God tells us to have a reason for everything we believe. Yes. And if you can't tell people why you have the hope inside of you, maybe you don't really have the hope. I mean, right. I hate to tell you, but that's just some truth. I call it truth therapy. You know, Jesus said the truth will set you free. Yes. I think it was Garfield that said, but first, it's going to make you miserable. Uh, but we know that joy comes in the morning, brother, right? It comes joy in the morning. comes in the morning. Definitely comes in the morning. So uh, I'm a warrior. Uh, I uh, I do secular training. Uh, but uh, in my training, I've been doing it for 30 years at likeitmatters.net. Uh, but people come into my training. Uh, it's not a single scripture in my training. Secular training, I train for uh, Coca-Cola, Kraft, Nabisco, the Army. Uh, law enforcement officers get 26 uh, post-certified credits for my training. It's wow. intense. It's tough. But yet, 
when people come to my training, almost every single class, I lead people into the kingdom. I pray them in, in front of everybody, into the kingdom. We get people recommitting their life to Christ. And I always tell people, my class is not religious. The man of God teaching it has word in him. And from yes. the overflow of the heart, the mouth, mouth speaks, speaks, right? And, and we're sponges. What I teach people is we're sponges. And there's only five ways to get something into our experience. God made us. We are, um, we are, our brain is a sensory-based organ. So every yeah. memory we have, and remember, we're, we're wrapped up in our memories. The devil's the accuser of the brethren. Yes, so he, he wants is. to remind you of your trauma, of your drama, of how you're not good enough, of how you did this and how you did that. But God says in Christ, we are new creation. And so I teach them how to use their mind that God gave them. I teach them how they create experience. It was Dr. Viktor Frankl that said, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our power. It's our freedom. And what we've done is we've given up our power. We've now bought into um, that, that we want to be jealous. We want to be envious. And let's be honest. The whole privilege movement is the violation of the 10th commandment. Thou shalt not covet. Do not cover your neighbor's wife. Do not cover your neighbor's fame. Do not cover your neighbor's social standing. Amen. Do not cover. Sorry, I'm going to preach to you, preacher. Sorry about that. Right? Right? <laughs> no, it's it's blessing me yeah. and it's yeah. blessing others. So I'm yeah. I'm excited. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I do. And you know, I, I I use the example of a sponge, Solomon. Think about this. If I was to go to your house and uh, not drop Hawaiian punch on your floor, and I said, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Solomon," and I go into the sink and I go, "Let me clean up my mess." I grab a brand new sponge. I clean up my mess when i squeeze that you're going to expect red punch to come out of it but same scenario if i drop a brown soda on your floor and i'm so sorry solomon let me clean that up so i get a brand new sponge i take it out of its wrapper i clean up my mess when i go to squeeze it you're going to expect brown soda to come out of it in the story we're the sponge and so god tells us be careful little eyes what you see be careful little ears what you hear be careful little feet where you go because men don't stumble in a day Mm. marriages don't crumble in a day. It's a slow fade. And I, I use my example. I always go back to my standard. My standard is the Bible. Now, yes. I, I know all these manuals. I got all kinds of certifications, but I do this. When Jesus was crucified by his pets, because basically we're pets. Yeah. I have four cats. Why? Relationship. Mm-hmm. Why does God have his children? Relationship. And so when his creatures uh, squeezed him, crucifixion is a squeeze. Squeeze him. What came out of Jesus? Forgive them, Father. For they know not. He said seven things on the cross, and every Christian needs to know what those are. The first one, forgive them. So when Jesus was squeezed, what came out of him? Love, mercy, grace, forgiveness. Because why? That's what was in him. So I teach people, if it ain't in you, it wouldn't be coming out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. right. It it wouldn't be coming out. That's right. And a lot of times, when even we experience this when you're driving and someone just gets on your nerves by cutting uh, in front of you, you know what? is in you just comes out the initial reaction um and and so you're you're talking about something very critical here because we sometimes say well we are human and that becomes sort of like a, an excuse or a reason yep. to justify why we're not godlike yep right and so how how do we as believers get to that place where we soak up that everything that is in us is representative of God. And so when we're squeezed, what comes out is what should come out um, as God expects. Yeah. And again, Jesus is always, remember Jesus said, I am the way I am the truth. I'm like, what he's saying is, listen, I'm your example. What you see me doing 
That's what you do. See, one thing God's given me the ability is take scripture and put it in just common sense lingo. I would never change his words. His words are the real words. Yeah. But what I can do is explain it, kind of paraphrase it, just like the message. I like the message, but it's a paraphrase. It's not scripture. It's a paraphrase of scripture. Yeah. There are translation, NLT and ESV, all that, because, you know, the Hebrew and the Greek are su- such vast languages. English is so minimal compared to those. And so there's not a word for word translation. And so that's why we have all the different translations. Yeah. But there are some times that there are just paraphrases. And sometimes I like to paraphrase just so I can uh, connect with people on that. But here's the key. It's the operating system. See, I have a, um, a app. I mean, I don't have, I have a Windows. But yeah, some of my friends have Macintosh, Apple. Mm-hmm. So I cannot take an Apple program and stick it into my PC. Yeah. And I cannot take my PC program and stick it into my, my Apple. See, here's the problem. There are only two operating systems. Keep it simple, soldier. I want you to think about this, Solomon. I always look at patterns. My gifting is patterns. And what God always gave us, whenever he gave us a choice, he only gave us two. Two, yes. If people don't, yeah. people miss yeah. that. Only two, light or dark, right? Blessing or curse. He never gives us more than two. So why would our creator, why would the, 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 the God of the universe who knows us inside out, remember Psalmist said, I know your frame? Yes. I knew you were before you were. Yes. So why would our creator feel the need? To do that, because he knows how easily we're confused. Yes. The devil's number one weapon formed against us, confusion. confusion See, when yeah. you're confused, you don't speak up. When you're confused, you don't step up. When you're confused, you're not bold. So the devil wants to keep My you God. off. Right? Amen? Wow. Amen. Isn't right? that what's happening to the church now? Bullseye. The great falling away. The great apostasy. We're confused because we don't wow. have the word in us. Wow. And, and, and we shy away from certain topics. And we yep. shy away from... Given our position, a biblical yep. worldview of a uh, position, and 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 for forgetting about politics because politics is out of the window. But what is God saying? What is what does God's word say? And how do we align ourselves yep. to God's word all the time? Yep. This is so good. This yeah. is so good. And now I, let let's let's talk about the recent um, Supreme Court ruling, Amen. right? Roe Amen. v. Wade being yep. overturned, and yep. it's now back to the states. Amen. You know. I could tell you that a lot of believers are confused because yep. we we don't we don't know how to respond and we we you know all these attacks out there on the on the Supreme Court justices and yep. I'm like you know what is what is this how how should a believer react and respond Well see first of all you got to figure out if you're a believer I know that sounds <laughs> bad but Paul didn't Paul say that Yes Paul said question yourself are you still of the faith? I know people don't like that. People want to pick and choose. I had one time Paul, Paul, uh, Solomon, a, a pastor, come up with his Bible, uh, and he started rips, ripping a page out. And people go, oh, they're like gasping. And, and he's like, this isn't the Quran." He said, this isn't holy. Now, listen, he said the Bible's not holy. It's the words in it. The word. Why do you think some pastors preach with their phone? I don't like it, but some people do. It's okay because it's not the phone that's holy. It's the words. The, see, the, they believe the crayon is holy, the piece of paper that you can't do anything. No, it's the words in mm, here that that's are good. holy. Yes. It's the word. And so you got to figure out which operating system. There's a flesh operating system, FOS, and there's a God operating system, GOS. And you got to decide there's only two. Yeah. And one will not make sense. And so here's the problem. You've got the world and the, the church. It's hard to separate the two. The church has wanted the world to like it so bad 
that yeah. they've condoned, and, you know, and all the sexual immorality. You got, you got. I saw a church in Chicago saying for Lent that they were gonna, they were gonna tithe or Lent to use Lent. They were gonna give up their whiteness. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I got to tell you, Solomon, I've never felt an affinity to anybody uh, because they're white. I just got to be honest with you. I just never have. And we talked about before when Jesus was preaching, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, they came knocking on his door and the mother and brother, James and, and Mary, were there to save him because he was calling himself God and people were getting agitated. And they go, oh, oh, Jesus, your mother and your brother's outside. And he goes, who is my mother? My mother. Who yes. is my brother? But he or she does the will of my father. So first of all, you got to find out what's your operating system. Are you a child of God or not? And if you are, then it's not your opinion. Last time I checked, there's 66 books, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Not yeah. one of them's called opinion, <laughs> and not one of them's called feelings. So, <laughs> you know, so, uh, but we can't separate our opinions from our feelings from the Word of God. There's a lot of things in here that if I wrote it, I would have wrote different. Yeah. yeah. I didn't write it. Yeah. I'm not God. <laughs> I don't need to. That's why people get mad when you share the Word. They're like, why are you mad at me? I'm just sharing what God said. If you have a problem, you have a problem with God. Yeah. I'm just telling you, if I'm misquoting Scripture, please tell me. That's fair. But if you don't like what the Scripture is, that's not me. I'm just the messenger. You know, you need to talk to the man who wrote it. That's yes. God. Yes. God wrote it. And so what you got to do is figure out whose team are you on. Either wow. you're on God's team or the world's team. You can't be on both. We could. When I grew up, Solomon, I had one foot in the kingdom, one foot in the world. It was a different dispensation. There was time. Yeah. There's no more time anymore. It's now time. And so what you got to do is have understanding. See, here's the key. You can disagree with someone, but what's missing in the world today is understanding. See, Jesus walked a mile in our moccasins. We call that empathy. See, Jesus put off his godly qualities, and he took on a fiat or a, a pinto or, a, you know, the us, and he walked in our shoes. Don't you understand? That's called empathy. Yeah. That is what a leader does. A leader understands your pain. So I can look at you uh, as a as a, a black human being and all I could I could understand that you probably may have been treated by some people poorly because of that. And I could also look at me and say I know I've been treated poorly sometimes because I'm a white person in the wrong neighborhood. So that that's their problem. That's between them and God. That's not between me and God. That's between them and God. My job is to forgive. Yes. My job is to be the man of God. And so what you got to do is have understanding. We don't need justice in this world. I'm going to tell you right yeah, now. Yeah, talk when, about it. Yeah, when justice yeah. comes knocking on the door, most people aren't going to answer the door. Oh, no justice, no peace. There is no peace on this side of glorification. I just want you to know that. And the key is no Jesus, no peace. No Jesus. And no I peace. mean uh, K-N-O-W, yeah. no Jesus, K-N-O-W, no peace, because N-O Jesus, N-O peace. That's the key. And so what we need to do is have understanding. Yeah. And if I can understand you a little better and you can understand me a little better, doesn't it make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship? So I walk in your shoes, brother, and I can say, man, I can't even imagine what it'd be like to mm-hmm. be raped and yeah. molested. I don't know. And man, I'm a flawed human being. There's only one omniscient. I said, I'm a sinner. So I can't tell you what to do. But I do know this. My God, I can guarantee you, is always pro-choice. Yes. Jesus in rape is pro-choice. Jesus in incest is pro-choice. I can't imagine what a woman's been through. Please hear that. I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying it's easy decision, but it's clear that conception begins, I mean, life begins at conception. Yes. And to take a human life is murder. Yeah, it is. And so God says that's wrong. 
And so I'm not present. It's not easy carrying a child. Absolutely. not. I'm glad I don't have to do it. Uh, it is not easy going through trauma. I walk in people's rape and, and trauma. It's pain. There's hurting people hurt people. I learned this yeah. a long time ago. You can ban guns, but you better get, ban knives, too, because if you're going to take me out, Solomon, <laughs> I'd rather put a bullet here than Spirit of the Lord yeah. Church is a right. multi-ethnic. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So I, I just want you to know that's what you got to remember who you are and have an understanding and say, listen, I understand the pain of this. All right. But so yeah. we're going to break. No, yeah. So we'll be... Taking a quick break here and we'll be right back. This is Pastor Solomon with Isaiah 61. Scott Black is my guest. Spirit of the Lord Apologize Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, I'm Ed Morrissey, in for Hugh. A look at the Supreme Court term that ended in June. I can summarize it in one word, it's astonishing. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Tune in every Saturday night at 9, here on AM 980 The Mission, the Twin Cities Christian Voice. All right, welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon here uh, with Spirit of Lord Church on Isaiah 61. And we're at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 55411. You can worship with us Sundays, 10.30 a.m. And um, Tuesday Bible studies at 6.30 p.m. at 1001 Penn Avenue North. And today I am privileged to have in the studio with me Scott Black, um, a very genuine servant of God who truly truly embodies scripture right you, you talk to him and all that comes out is scripture it's about principles of the word and um, his decisions opinions feelings are all intertwined with the word and that is what uh, where we should be at as believers where our feelings our emotions and our reactions are all you know just in the word we are lined up in the word peter said that in him we live move and have our being, our existence, our feelings, our opinions, our, our reactions, everything has to be centered around God's word and Amen. who he is. Amen. Amen. And we're talking about the Supreme Court ruling recently. And, and truly, you know, life begins at conception. Yep. Last week, I talked about um, the a biblical perspective on abortion, and we use Psalm one thirty nine. See, God is God starts the work of of creation and Amen. and and formation right in the womb yep. at conception, right? And so, anytime we take a life, yep. we are committing murder. And and so at the crossroads, mm-hmm. it seems to be that some believers. Or oh, some people who call themselves Christians don't want to stick their neck out here. Or How do you navigate? How can you be a believer and not have a biblical worldview on a matter? And we, we try to relegate that to the political arena when it's not necessarily that. Because what I, what I truly believe, and you commented on it, is that 
you can't separate my beliefs and my you know my decisions from my my faith yep. my faith is what makes me right so yep. once i have faith in god my decisions and reactions and 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 even any legislation is going to be based on a biblical worldview yep. now this is this is a a, a, a a very, very, you know, direct statement. It doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or Republican. Yep. Once you support a law that is not biblical. Yep. Bullseye. Yeah. Yep. Once you support a law or you 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 advocate for something that is not scriptural. Yep. You have to question whether you're saved. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what James said. See, yes. Thinks, people think James and Paul were disagreeing with each other when James said, uh, your faith without works is dead. See, and this is where I go to the psychological now. So psychologically, let me tell you how we work as human beings, because I always go back to how God made us. Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. Yes. Everything. By the time a child is five years old, Solomon, uh, Dr. Adler, uh, I think it's Philip Adler, said that the majority of a child's map of reality is in place. And what does God say? Raise a child up in the way of the Lord. See? Because God made us. God knows how we work. And so by the time a child is five years old, their structure, their identity, their reality is in place. And that's stunning. That's why God says raise them up when they're young. Yes. Because it's the bones. If you were if you were buying homes and remodeling them and selling them, you'd want home with a good bones. They yes. got good structure. Yes. See, when you put that in a child, they got good bones. And and they'll come back to it. So but you Excellent. said this is what is it, Matthew seven? Many will say or six, Lord, Lord, and he'll say, I never knew you. That's going to be the difference right there. Either you're a child of God or a child of the world. And you're right. God's not a part of any party. But let's just be honest, though. One party yeah. kicked him out. Yes. One yes. party banned him. Yeah. One Absolutely. party booed him. One party believes that if I quote scripture, I'm quoting hate speech. <laughs> One party believes that my Lord is the head of a hate speech group. They Jesus, the only time I'm allowed to say Jesus is if I hit my thumb with a hammer. <laughs> right? That's the only time so I'm sad. allowed. It's sad. Yeah. And he's our Lord. And one day every knee will bow, bow, every tongue will confess. I see the whole planet, Solomon, with just dominoes going down. Wow. It's so cool. I see it. I I long for that day. Every knee bowing. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 time for, for for us to hit the bullseye. Amen. Every time. Amen. No missing the mark. And no missing the mark. No missing the mark. <laughs> right. That's what sin is, right? right? Missing the mark. That's right. See, my brother knows this. He's a pastor. He's preaching it, man. That's right. He knows the word. He knows the word. <laughs> Everyone, look out there. It's exciting in here. Scott yeah. Black is is amazing, and I think you should you should catch a show one of these days. Scott, yeah. tell us how people can just listen to your show and learn more about yeah. what you do. Well, I'm on uh, AM fifteen seventy, so Freedom Network. It is a little. Yeah. I do. You know, I, I have a hard time separating. I don't compartmentalize. So for me, it's psychological, biological, physiological, sociological, theological. And I hate to say there is sometimes that conservativeness in me comes out. Uh, but uh, AM 1570, Freedom 1570, uh, Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon, uh, right here in the Twin Cities. And, of course, you can uh, live stream uh, freedom1570.com. And then I do a bi-weekly podcast because I'm a leadership trainer. That's my forte. I'm a life, cardiac, like a life coach. Uh, I basically get inside people's head and clean it up. 
I, I teach God. people how we create because the mindset, remember, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is our power, it's our freedom. See, no one can make you do anything. The study of transactional analysis said that there's a stimulus and a response. That's called communication. Yeah. But here's what happens. I'm just going to tell you how, this is what I teach people, how God made them. God made our mind six times faster than we can talk. So you need to know this. This is how your, your mind is six blocks down the road when you engage your mouth. Mm-hmm. So this is why God will never tell us to do something he doesn't equip us to. He tells us to hold our tongue. Yes. He tells us to hold our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. He says to focus only on those things that are good and pure. He says to guard your heart you because your heart, all yeah. the issues of life stem from it. Whenever God's talking about the heart, you know this, Solomon. He's talking about your primary focus. Yes. What you desire most of all, if that's your wife or money or whatever, that's your God. Yeah. That's where your treasure is. And so what I teach people, and so what happens, you know, the Bible says, I think it's Second Peter uh, 2.22, a dog returns to his vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to Meyer. Yeah. And I always say to people, you know why? I go, why does the dog bark? Because it's a dog. dog yeah. Why does the cat meow? Because yeah. it's a cat. Why does the dog returns to vomit? Because it's a dog. And what do we do? Man goes to what we know. In times of despair, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Yes. And so we go to what we know. So here's what happens. You say something or do something to me. My mind is six times faster. I don't respond to that. Here's right. what I do. I go to my past. The devil's telling yep. I see something from my past. I say something from my past. I feel something from my past. And then based on that, I respond. So what's going on, Solomon? Yeah. I'm not responding to what you did. Yes. I'm responding to my narrative about what you did. Amen. That's the whole BLM Amen. thing. We're yes. responding to narratives. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, you, you heard it. <laughs> you, you can catch up with Scott Black. We'll have him again to, to share a little bit more. And we'll have some deeper dives into some of these topics. Um, so thank you for listening to Isaiah 61. God bless you. Uh, today I had Scott Black with me. And it's been an exciting time, spirit-filled time, Amen. I should Amen. say. And bless you and have a great week. God bless you. This is Pastor Salmon on Isaiah 61.